on May 28, 2009, National Polygamy Advocate Mark Henkel was interviewed by Elizabeth Rands, Part 3, for UCSD. So, yeah, I mean, that's a very good point. So you are a Christian polygamist, Correct. right? Correct. Tell me about that. I mean, obviously, I understand that there's a lot of, you know, biblical precedent for that, mm-hmm. but is that a large movement? It is a new movement. Mean, Christian polygamy is actually what has created the modern national polygamy rights movement because the Internet is what made it possible for uh, Christians from various denominations, whether Baptist, Pentecostal, what happens is Christians within their own church, individuals, the paradigm of evangelical Christianity is supposed to be sola scriptura. Believe, doctrine is based on what the Bible says, not what a man tells you. And so you're encouraged to read and study the Bible and believe what the Bible says, not what some preacher, some pastor, some priest, whatever, not what they tell you, but what the Bible says. Well, the thing is, is that serious, serious students will study the Bible, and they will come across the most amazing dichotomy. And that is, some of the single most important heroes in the Bible had more than one wife. Moses, who wrote Adam and Eve, had two wives. Moses, who wrote Thou Shalt Not Commit Adultery, had two wives. Moses wrote the, Thou Shalt Not Have the, the, the Two Shall Be One Flesh. All of these were written by a polygamist. David had eight known named wives. The twelve tribes of Israel were born of Israel four wives. Abraham had three wives. How can the most important... He had 600 wives. Uh, no, no, Sol- no, Solomon. Right, Solomon had 700, uh, 700 and 300 carcolines, yes. David had eight known named wives and then ten more that are unnamed. Yes. Uh, oh, I thought you have more. No. Nope. Okay, yeah. Uh, you can get the, uh, the, all the biblical arguments at a website called biblicalpolygamy.com. That will list every, uh, every polygamist in the Bible as well as all the arguments that prove it's there in the Bible. The, the point is, is that serious students, and we're not talking about, you know, uh, pew sitters. We're talking about people that seriously study the Bible as they're instructed to do from their, their church, come to this realization that there's no way polygamy was ever a sin. Because you have, if, if polygamy was adultery or fornication, then you're saying all these men are going to hell. That's just not possible. And how ironic that Christians that will then try to say, well, that you're just using the Old Testament, not that we're under the New Testament. Oh, yeah, well, then why are you saying that the marriage definition is based on Adam and Eve, which is the single oldest story of the Old Testament possible, right? <laughs> well, we can just make you in this, you know, we can't throw the baby out without a Right, 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 right. You know, so it's not an issue of being Old Testament. If anything, uh, New Testament being under grace as opposed to being under the law of the Old Testament, that's exactly right. So it, not only was polygamy allowed under the law, polygamy was regulated. In Exodus 21.10, it says, if he take him another wife, her food, her raiment, and her duty of marriage shall he not diminish. No, he'll treat all wives equally. Deuteronomy 21.15, also written by polygamist Moses, begins with, if a man have two wives. So if it's regulated and allowed under the more legalistic terms of being under the law, then certainly it's not going to be even that much more legalistically restrictive in the times of grace of the New Testament. So they're the ones who have, they have it backwards. They're making marriage more legalistically restrictive in the New Testament than it ever was. New Testament marriage did include polygamy, and Jesus Christ, in Matthew 25, described himself in a parable, which is basically a metaphor, it's not literal. 
Doesn't he? In Matthew 25, that he describes himself as the polygamous bridegroom coming to marry the five wise virgins. He would never have told that story describing himself, the sinless Savior, if polygamy was a sin. He never would have done it. So the reality is, is we come to realize that the emperor has no clothes. You will not find a anywhere whatsoever. So because of the internet, we're, now that made it possible for such individuals to find each other, and that's how our movement has grown. Mark Henkel is National Polygamy Advocate, presenting polygamy to the public since 1994. NationalPolygamyAdvocate.com